Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Go Mode Podcast. I'm Dante, and I am joined today by the winner of the 2022 main tournament for a Link to the Past randomizer, Obscure Lifeform. Obscure, how you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. Uh, hello, everyone. Well, uh, we wanted to uh, <laughs> to bring you in to talk about your run. Uh, anytime someone has a run through uh, the main tournament or any large tournament that lasts how long did this go four months something Um, like that (laughs) you know it's always like a a huge amount of skill and luck involved so uh before we before we actually jump into uh that specifically you know this is the question we always ask everybody we bring on the show so um when did you first i guess discover the game uh a link to the past the actual game itself oh well I, I knew that since i was like five five six year old um like my my parents bought me a uh, snes and um like that was kind of one of the games that i played um so it's always kind of been a, a big part of my life really but in terms of uh, the, the randomizer itself i think um as a lot of people kind of uh, go through it just kind of uh, catching andy on uh, agdq um it actually wasn't um he's um his randomizer run with Christos Owen, it was actually the reverse boss order, which was actually my first uh, introduction into Link to the Past speedrunning. But then going into Andy's YouTubes and all, all that stuff, and then just thinking like, wow, what is, what is what is this randomizer like? This is so cool. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> and so I just kind of started like watching a load of his videos. I was like, you know what? I really want to play this. Like, this is looks so much fun. And this game that I played like 20 something years ago, like, I know the game pretty well. Like, I've always been interested in speedrun, but never had the willpower to actually want to speedrun until I saw this randomizer. So that was kind of like my introduction into it. Okay, so like, I guess uh, the game, since you knew the game pretty well, did you play, I guess, vanilla every so often, uh, you know, growing up or as an adult before the randomizer? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, um, I've I've still actually got my uh, old SNES um so yeah from time to time i plug it in and then you you go through like all the old marios and mario karts and whatever ever games i've got in there the street fighters and then you play the uh zelda as well um yeah and it, it was quite interesting like like just playing and going through the game and like whole load of like i'm thinking back like all these really weird strategies that i <laughs> you never think about now but just yeah like i'd always love to break it out like link to the past is still one of my favorite games yeah, I know that feeling. I think a lot of people in the community uh, <laughs> sympathize with that. Um, so, so you you mentioned Andy. Uh, that's you know that's a very common pathway to getting into, I guess, speedrunning of a link to the past for one, and and the randomizer, because uh, that was honestly kind of my uh, <laughs> my first dip in as well. Um, what uh what made you want to try it out and uh you know start playing seeds yourself and uh you know start playing competitively. Um, so like, like just watching him and obviously knowing the game pretty well. And, um, like when I eventually did get through to his, like his Christos Owen, uh, run and everything, like, like everyone on the, on the couch was just having so much fun. There was lo- laughs and jokes and like, it, I had so much fun just watching it, like on SGDQ and, and even his streams, like they're, they're quite entertaining. There's a lot going on and like, I was really getting into him. Like, I was kind of, like, watching, like, his YouTube videos and I was sitting up just like, why hasn't he released yet? Like, come on, I want to watch more Randomizer. Like, <laughs> so, um, 
so this this was kind of like um late 2018 i think um this this was all happening so i decided i was like okay you know what um i I want to play this like this looks like so much fun let's uh let's see where, where i can actually play this so it was kind of around christmas time and um so kind of like my first introduction into uh playing the randomizer was actually the um the uh, festive seeds so okay <laughs> um so yeah i start, started playing like a, a whole bunch of the festive stuff so which i really enjoyed i mean for number one like um we had the the snow boots or the ice boots or whatever you want to call them so like ice palace was wasn't slippery anymore and i was like this is brilliant like this is so much fun this is much better than normal ice palace um so yeah i mean i i kind of uh started with the the festive randomizer 2018 i actually used to play enemizer thinking that was actually the standard of um randomizer oh wow yeah okay so, <laughs> so, <laughs> I've, so that's why i've always got a soft spot for enemizer because i was like you know what that's how i started playing enemizer so um and i used to throw in like the odd key sanities as well in fact like when i saw the like the entrance to randomizer i was like i don't want to do entrance like that sounds so easy just like all the items and just the entrances are mixed up i was like that's not even a randomizer but yeah. now I, I know completely different like ent- entrance is a whole new uh, uh learning uh, curve um but yeah so i started off off with that um and then it was probably about it was early march 2019 that i eventually did uh do my first competitive race like i've still got pictures on my phone like where i was taking pictures of like the old <laughs> srl and like my setup and everything and then i think i came like 27th out of 32 or something like that in the race and i was like i was like i was had i i really enjoyed it like i was i was absolutely gobsmacked like people finishing like i thought i was doing okay you know like the whole me planning in the past and i thought like you know what i'm at a pretty good uh good level i used to play those um daily um challenges that still come up on on the, the discord and on, on the the right. site so I, I thought it was a good thing because i was kind of like hey like you know what i'm like in those daily races i'm kind of meeting like people's times and everything and then i played these um these speed uh speed gaming dailies and like Oh, I think I got like 152 and people were finishing like 120 something. I was just like, what's like, how are people so good? Like, how are people getting these kind of times? Um, so yeah, that was just kind of like mind blowing, but you know, I, I, I just kept going. Like I, I kept going and kept pers- persevering and I've done a lot of pickup races and just really enjoyed myself. Really. I've never not enjoyed playing randomizer to be honest. Yeah. And I think that, you know, the fun aspect is what draws so many people in too. But uh, as far as like tournament runs and stuff, what was uh, what was your first tournament that you decided to enter? So t- talking about those um, daily uh, daily challenges on on the on the Discord, like a lot of those were glitch seeds. I'd say about fifty percent were glitch seeds. So I was like, okay, okay, I need to. I want to learn glitches because like when when the the glitch seeds oh, uh, came out on those dailies, I was like, well, I can't play now. I was like, I'm going to have to just, uh, and I really want to play. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn overworld glitches so I can play. And um, about two months into me playing Randomizer, the overworld glitches tournament um, was uh, announced. So I was like, you know what? It's not really the tournament I wanted to join straight away, but I was like, it's a tournament. <laughs> it's here. I was like, let's let's just do it and see, and see what happens. Um, so I think I think there was like 16 of us or something, and um, I was actually put in one the group of death as well, which uh, is so not the, really what you. That was the 2019 main turn, or I'm sorry, uh, overworld glitch tournament. 
Yes, that's correct. The 2019 Overworld Glitch Tournament. And I was put in a group with uh, Hacksaw, PRD Wong, and Glan, who eventually went and won the tournament. And uh, I was kind of wow. like... Yeah, so that that was kind of my first uh, like tournament that I actually joined. And I think I um, managed to win a race in there as well. But I just remember like being on restream and I was so nervous and so excited at the same time and having the interview at the end, obviously being two months into randomizer and just the, the from my opponents, just this positivity saying like, wow, you're doing amazing at uh, like just two months into randomizer. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. And I was like, this is, this is such a positive community. I was like, this, this is so much fun. Like, and uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted to keep playing. Yeah. The, the positivity from the community has always been something we hear you know, you hear so many people talk about it. It's always such a, a, a good, there's obviously problems that come up, so on and so forth, but it's always nice to have that feeling that the community as a whole, you want to think is generally good. And there's so many like positive stories, kind of like yours, uh, where other players, where you, you may be intimidated to talk to them because they're so good at the game or something, but you know, when it comes down to it at the end of the day, uh, everybody's got something nice to say and encouraging as far as like, you know, getting new new players to, uh, you know, keep wanting to play. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I've told um, like this this story about like, like, you, like I said, like with my my very first race, and I've, like I said, I've still got pictures on my phone. I put them on our, our little discord and everything and saying like, this is my very first race. And here we are, like, was it like three years later? And I've, I've won the main tournament and people are like, wow, that's that's so great. Like there's it just kind of goes to show you put you put effort in and time in and like it doesn't matter who you are every, anyone can do this everyone and anyone can do this so it's just kind of like even that little story and putting those pictures up it's just kind of had that positivity and it's it's great to see that's awesome so my first uh i guess time that i i, I saw your name come up in a race and noticed it was uh around the league time uh in season two which I think that was the first first season you and your teammates played in the ALTTPR league. Yep, that's correct. And uh, then I just remember kind of fast forwarding as my life got busier that this guy is on a tear in the 2021 main tournament. Um, <laughs> to to go through that really quick, you went through in the brackets alone: Koride, Julo Ninja, the reigning champion at the time, Jet 082, and then Shady Force. Um, I kind of want to ask, uh, when once you got to that point, you're up against Gamachu in the semis. Uh, what was your mental outlook on the tournament uh, in 2021 at that point? I mean, it, I think it was just such a blur at the time because I think the, the previous year, I think I, I got through qualifiers, but then in the, the group stages, I just kind of went 0-4 or something. It just fell out immediately. Um but that group, I was just kind of like, I, my mentality going in is like, you know what? It'd be amazing if I could get through the group stages and I just want to win a few matches. You know, I don't want to go out straight away. Um, yeah. So I, I managed to get through group stages. I was like, this is brilliant. I was like, I'm already exceeding my own expectations. And then like, um, I, I, I won a couple of matches and then a couple more and a couple more. And then it's kind of all of a sudden it's like quarterfinals. And I'm like, wait, I was like, when did this happen? Or even like racing jet, like I, I, I was expecting like that was the end of it. I was like Jet, like the champion from the year before. I was like, "There's no way I'm I'm beating Jet," and I did. And I'm kind of like, "Wait, what? What's going on here? Like this this wasn't how it was <laughs> supposed to happen." 
And, you know, then you go through Shady Falls, who's an amazing runner themselves and managing to beat them as well. And then all of a sudden, I mean, the semifinals versus Gamachu, who has an unbeaten record throughout the entire tournament. And I'm kind of like, this is, this is most mind blowing. And like, it was, it, it's, it was kind of the biggest moment at the, at the time in like my whole gaming career, like, let alone a randomizer. And it was just like, people were saying like, oh, good luck and congratulations and well done. And like all this attention and it's something I'm not really used to. And it was just, it, it was really, really great. But it was just kind of, it was, it was just a lot of pressure. It's kind of like, wow, like now I'm, I'm yeah. playing with the big boys, you know, it's, uh, you got, well, I can't remember who it was. It's yourself, uh, Gamma and Zelga all in the, um, all, the, all top in the, four. the top four. And I'm kind of like, now, now, like, this is the, the big thing. Like, everybody's watching right now. There's only four of us left. And I'm <laughs> one of those four. And I was like, what's... But, yeah, it, it was just unbelievable. Like, the the amount of support I got, it, it was just... It was it was unreal. And, like, I'm still trying to get over that. I got, uh, got to top four last year, let alone what's happened this year. Right. So, so you did end up finishing fourth in 2021. And... Uh, Played in the league again, um, just to hit that really quick. Uh, you, you guys were in the Invitational League, and you guys made it to playoffs, uh, and uh, I think got knocked out in the first round. Um, but uh, so so after that, you know, the main tournament's coming up right after league, uh, and this is obviously 2022 now. Um, did you have any expectations going in? Uh, did, did was there any pressure for you mentally saying, "Well, I got fourth last year." Um, you know, I'd like to do better. I mean, obviously everyone wants to do better, but was there, was there anything in your mind that was kind of like, you know, I want to try and get further or I just want to have a good time with this tournament run? I think there was, there was pressure for me to perform. I mean, I wasn't necessarily trying to top last year. I mean, fourth place in the main tournament when you've got 300 something players, um, like is, is an achievement alone. Um, absolutely. But, but, and, and with the amount of fantastic runners in this whole community um that i would consider themselves better runners than myself like there's there's loads and loads of them so i I just kind of again i had an expectation for myself to go in there um and and make a performance you know like whether i win whether i lose you know i want to go in there and give it my best shot and you know hopefully not go out too early that was that was kind of my own expectation but you know what it's randomizing it like you can be the best player here but if if the items just don't land in your lap you know or it'll go your way you're not going to win right um, that's so true but then i also um felt kind of an expectation from other people as well you know you, you've got to the fourth place you must be a, a really good player i kind of expect you to perform so there was that kind of element side of us as, uh, as well so i was kind of putting pressure on myself um to live up to these expectations not that people actually would, but I think you kind of bring it up in uh, in your own mind that you kind of oh yeah people it's it's people have. it's very easy to uh, to to kind of put that stigma on yourself. Um, you know, once once you kind of feel like one or two people even think that you're a really good runner, then you you do start to believe the hype a little bit. I think you know I think everybody once they get a big win uh, in any in any like one on one race or just a, like a daily even. Uh, you know, it builds confidence and then you just kind of have to, I guess, uh, find that fine line of confidence versus cocky and, you know, stay on the, the, the confidence side, I guess. Um, but, but yeah, 2022 main tournament, you come in, we go to brackets. Um, we've got you against CS Tutor 89, who has been absolutely tearing up the ALTTPR ladder. Uh, and you come out 2-0. 
Uh, was that was that a series that was very uh, intimidating for you? Uh, I mean, obviously, it brackets at that point. It's a, um, you know, everyone's kind of proven themselves. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't so much intimidating. Um, I'm very good friends with Tutor, so it was, it was kind of a little bit... Um, you know, a bit of a bit of love between us. You know, it's um, like we we both support each other. We both talk a lot. We both um, like give each other ideas and hints and stuff like that. Um, so he he's helped me out a heck of a lot, and um, it kind of felt a little bit bad. You know, now going against him in the uh, the main tournament. Yeah, uh, knowing how much he's kind of helped me to even get there <laughs> himself. So. Um, like between us, like I know we're, we're both good runners. It was kind of a bit, little bit fifty-fifty. Um, I think uh, kind of the seeds, kind of I kind of got an early lead and was able to keep it for most of the race. So, um, but I mean, you, you could kind of see there was there was very little between us. Like we could have tossed a coin and heads or tails, like that person would have gone through. Right. Um, after you beat CS Tutor, um, you come up against Akir. Uh, which was a 2-1 series. Um, I'm not sure the order of those specific games. Um, was that series, you know, obviously three-game series get really, uh, you know, tense, I guess, in some regards as far as the competitive side because uh, both of you at one point are facing elimination. How was that one for you? Um, I mean, I didn't really know Ikea too too well at the time. We played each other a couple of times in the ladder. I think he'd got the better of me in all the ladder seeds. So, um that there was that knowing that you know he's beaten me in the past um in in terms of the races like from what i remember the first there was a quite a few key sanity seeds um i think the first one i kind of skipped a total rock key on floating island or at least one of them i can't remember if it was game one i think it was game one um mm-hmm. and that kind of just lost me that game um but then game game two and three, I can't quite... Oh, game three, I know he had an absolute disaster. Like, I th- uh, he went to, like, uh, Boomerang Chest and then mirrored out and Zelda Cell was, like, the Swamp Small. And then it's oh, no. kind of one of those seeds where every decision he made just went wrong. Um, so it, it was really unfortunate for him. Um, I mean, fortunate for me, uh, I guess. But, yeah, like, I've, right. I've never really spoken to him before. He's an amazing guy. Um, like, we're talking quite a lot, and now we're friends. So it's um, I'm really glad that's kind of the way it's worked out. Like, there's there was no hard feelings between who won and who lost. That's awesome. So you, you managed to scrape through that series, and then Humbug's up next. Uh, very good uh, runner overall. Has been around for quite some time. Uh any any pressure i guess at this point you know we're i guess that is at the top 16 yeah so i I was actually in germany that week and i came home at the weekend i my flight was delayed by hours i was literally got home and had like an hour to prepare for the the game one versus humbug so so huge shout out to humbug for just being super super flexible and allowing and like just not putting any pressure like he was he knew my flight was delayed and he was like do you want to delay the game and so like huge shout outs to him like he he was fantastic but yeah i just kind of remember going into game one and i was tired and drained and i just kind of went on autopilot and uh managed to win that game and i I have no idea how because i i barely remember that game at all um and can't remember what, something happened with game two. I, oh yeah, game two. Um, it put the the boots up on lumberjack ledge, not lumberjack ledge, on bumper ledge, and then put mm-hmm. the cape in GT somewhere. So, um, 
again, it was just quite a straightforward seed. And then uh, game three just ended up being a jet seed. Um, I think uh, like who hit the route first. Yeah, I think we both uh, finished Swamp around the same time because I think it put Mirror and Hookshot in Hype Cable Sang and we're just li- literally looking for Titan's mitts. I think it was an MC boss as well. And uh, he went over to Skullwood's Thieves Down and I went over to Pod and Eastern. And the Titan's mitts were in Pod, Pendant Pod, which we didn't know at the time because of MC boss. But And yeah, so once I got those Titan's mitts, um, it was just literally a, a dungeon rush for me. And yeah, I, I just got lucky that it was, again, 50-50. He made one decision. Unfortunately, it wasn't the right decision. Right. That's definitely kind of going back exactly to what you said earlier, describing the entire game. You know, if the items aren't where they're <laughs> where you yep. go to, then uh, that's just kind of how it goes. So you get through Humbug, and then this is this is what I love about the main tournament and everyone's runs like through it is that the opponents get much much harder every time, like every round, uh, just because they've proved themselves. And usually, there's some familiar names. And one of the uh, a longtime community member, Zero Rush, you had to go up against at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember. I like again. I know Zero Rush. In fact, like from. Um the picture of my very first um, race, competitive race, like I, I've seen that Zero Rush is up there at the top top five somewhere. So it just kind of shows like how how well he's been doing and for how long he's been uh, playing this game. So yeah, I knew going against him was not, again, not going to be an easy, easy race. I can't quite remember what happened with game one, but again, game two, it kind of came down to me diving Skullwoods early and finding the hookshot and mirror in there. And then from there, it's just it was just kind of a snowball, really. So again, it's come down to unfortunately for him, like the items just kind of didn't fall on his path, and just me making that that Skullwoods play, just just got lucky that that was kind of like the the clinch point of the seed, and that's kind of what unlocked right. the rest of it. So, are you uh, normally a a Dunka believer in never skipping Skullwoods? <laughs> <laughs> I I love Skullwoods. I'm not gonna lie. Like um, like it, it does seem to pay out quite often. But I try and play it smart now. Like there's literally like on um on on the bot on my stream. There's literally a, a, a clip where we literally got Dark World and missing like Fire Rod for Go Mode, and I, I've just instantly dived, dived Skullwoods, and there's Fire Rod, and I'm like screaming <laughs> and shouting that I found it, and I'm like, I knew this was gonna do this. This silly game. I knew I was gonna put it in here and. <laughs> yeah, so it it's it so often pays out. So I I like to try and I like to try and route it in. So if even if I don't go there straight away, it's kind of like I want a plan to go back to Skullwoods and and keep it um like as you know as as smart as possible. Really, right? Yeah. If you skip it the first time, I've always been told you you need to the second pass. You have to go. Yeah. Uh, if you skip it again, that's usually you know in game for you or something. Unless you've hit go mode elsewhere. Um. So getting through, uh, getting through zero rush, uh, you are now back in top four. Uh, was that was that any mental relief for you, or did you feel like more pressure was on you at this point? Like even if it was just yourself. Um, I mean, for my for myself, it's kind of like wow, I can't believe I've I've got to this point again. Um, it was like again, like just the the, the caliber of players that I'd already managed to to win against. And uh, yeah, like I said, I just come in here with an expectation to win a few. And, um, you know, if I go out, I go out. It is what it is. Um, so I wasn't really expecting to get to it. So again, it was just kind of like mind blowing. Um, I think we kind of worked it out. I think the only person who people who have ever done like back to back semi finalists is myself and Andy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I th- yeah, I think you're absolutely right with that. Um, so, so, and it was Andy that you had to play in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. First time uh, Rando Grandpa uh, has made it out of the first round <laughs> of the bracket in quite some time. So uh, uh, any, I, I guess like, you know, not, not only the pressure of top four, you know, Andy's probably one of the biggest runners uh, in the community that's, you know, been around the longest, you know, probably has the biggest following. Um, I guess, was there any, was there any extra pressure, uh, especially playing someone that you kind of watched going into uh, or learning about the randomizer? Yeah, again, it was, it was kind of quite bittersweet, you know, like um, this, this person who's kind of got a lot of us into random randomizer, including myself, um, like I've spent months just watching his YouTube and supporting him and everything. And here, here I am trying to knock him out the tournament. And he's kind of like, <laughs> I, I, I think he knows like how many people like he's kind of what the positive influence he has had on, on this game and community as a whole. But like, he doesn't know like individually, like who, you know, he's really right. kind of got into the game. Um, so yeah, it was kind of a bittersweet thing. I know there, there was kind of pressure knowing he's kind of like got one of the biggest followings along. So I knew he had like a huge support um, support uh, behind him. Um, but, y- you know, again, you just kind of take each game as it is, you know, you kind of got to think, well, it, it might be Andy, right. but you know what? I've still got a shot, like just because, I mean, he, he is a better player than me. I'll just say that right now. Um yeah, just because it's him, it's like I've, it's randomizer after all. Like things can go wrong, things can go right. Like it, it, we'll we'll just find out on the day. Yeah, you always just kind of have to hope. Sometimes you know, especially if you feel, you know, to yourself, if you think, okay, I'm outmatched by an opponent, uh, I just need to make a couple of correct calls. I need an opportunity to make a call, like a you know left or right play, and then I, I need to choose correctly. Um, I think I think every runner at some point or another has had a race like that uh, and, and it pay out for them. And, you know, sometimes that, that that's why we, I guess that's why we play rando. Right. It's not always about who can do the route the fastest. Uh, it's about who can get lucky and do the route the fastest. Right. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I think um, a, a lot of like at the end, people kind of analyze the seasons like, well, he, he didn't go here. He didn't go there. Like if, if he went there, but it's not about 100 percent and complete, uh, getting every single check in the seed. It's about who can find the items the quickest. Yeah, for sure. So you get through Andy 2-1. Uh, you've officially made it further this year than the prior year. Uh, and you're in the finals against Schulzer, the number one seed going into brackets. Uh and, and you, you probably already noticed the theme with my questions here with these matchups because there was a lot of, uh, for me personally, there was a whole lot of mental game of my own self uh, in, in, in my run in the prior year. So you're in finals. What's your mentality like going into the, the final three game series? I think, like I again, like Scholzer is a fantastic runner, but I feel like I'm saying that with everyone. So at this point, it's kind of like, well, all right. these fantastic runners, like even though I feel like they're, they're all better than me, I've managed to get through. So Schulzer is no different. Yes, I do genuinely do believe he is a better runner than me. Like I've, I've watched him and I've told him as well. It's like I think I was watching him against GFE and P-Train and I was just, I was just, my mouth was 
open and jaws dropped just like wow his games have plays just so clean he executes so well it's like this is intimidating but i think this is kind of like the, the first time like i really believed i was like oh my god i'm actually gonna have a shot here to like get through and maybe win this tournament i was kind of like i've only got to win two more races it's not like i've got an entire tournament to go it's just two races away from actually taking this thing home so yeah, it's right. it was it was really like the thir- first time, and again, like just the support because yes, Shulzer uh, is kind of one of our friends as well, and we're like in the same discords and same groups and everything. So there's just huge encouragement for both of us, really. Um, that's, but yeah, that's really like, awesome. Yeah. Um. So I, I I also wanted to bring up you know game three that was the the, the hot topic. And whenever there's a game three and it's finals, that's always the hot topic. Um. But you guys had quite the unique game three where <laughs> you were both in sword mode. Uh, and for those who may not know what sword mode is, basically you had everything to beat the game, all seven crystals climbing Ganon's tower, but stuck on fighter sword and fighter sword can't damage Ganon. So um, I, I guess, you know, what was your uh, I'm going back to mentality again. What was it like uh, for you mentally, emotionally? climbing the tower, not seeing a dot done, hoping a sword pops up. Uh, I guess, talk me through that, if you can. Uh, So, I mean, it was quite a lengthy seed as well. I don't think there was too much that we hadn't cleared. Um, So, yeah, entering GT, not seeing the the dot done. And I'm just kind of like, well, I'm I'm in for a shot. Like, I I really don't, can't think of anything that I didn't check apart from, I think, Eastern Palace, big key, check or something like that so um going into gt i'm just okay there's probably a a big well the big key's here somewhere obviously um but there's probably a sword in here somewhere i was like well i was just kind of thinking like how do i want to route this do i just want to find the big key and gamble upstairs or do i just want to keep doing what checks do i want to do how far do i want to go so that's kind of what i'm thinking when i'm i'm entering gt so um like as it as it turned out, it, uh, the GT big key ended up in tower room. So all of that <laughs> kind of thing I was thinking just ended up moot anyway because you ended up clearing everything. And then of course, like you've got the GT big chest, and you kind of think, well, I'm not going to go all the way back there to try and find a sword. So you you start climbing, and like when I find the GT big key, and I still don't see the dot done. That's kind of when I minimize race time because I'm like, you know what, I'm climbing right now. If if I lose in the meantime, I'm just going to finish out the seed. I was like. Sure. The last thing I want to do is just kind of get myself distracted by keep flicking my eyes over to race time and having a look. Is he done? Is he not? Because that that's a sure way that I'm just going to distract myself and take some silly damage and probably lose. So I think I'm still on green mail as well, which never helps. Um, right. So I'm, I'm like climbing the tower. And at that point, you're thinking, okay, if there's... Because we've got four checks left, basically. And then I think the only place that these swords could be were in uh, Swamp. Um, so I'm kind of thinking like, okay, I'm going to, how am I going to do this? Like, um, if, if it does come down to swamp, like what am I going to do? Go straight to Argus, go to left side, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Cause I think we already dipped into swamp because we were missing a thieves, ta- uh, not thieves town, the turtle rock small key. Um, okay. I think we, we only had two, so we needed to pick up a third one, which ended up being in uh, swamp. Um, so yeah, find, finding that, that master sword and I was like, okay, now, I was like, this is so, so ridiculous. Like, here I am, game three in the final one. I'm having to do a Master Sword, uh, <laughs> Ganon, Silverless Ganon fight. And again, it's kind of like, I know Shaws is great. I know he's he's fantastic, um, like, runner. I was like, chances are he's probably already done. Um, but I'm not going to check race time. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to finish this out. And 
so yeah, done, done everything I needed to do, got to Gannon. And for, for the most part, like I was incredibly, incredibly nervous. Um, thankfully, that half, like half magic is my, one of my favorite utility items in the game. Like having, having the such, half magic. It saves you so much, not just you, but like so many people. Oh yeah. It's, and that kind of, having that half magic there really kind of calmed me down a little bit. If I didn't have that half magic, I would have been more of a wreck. Um, so I got, I got to use use the cape to get through phase one, phase two, and I'm kind of like, okay, like I I don't really practice too much NMG, but I was like, okay, we really need to just concentrate on getting triples now. Just kind of watch the Ganon movement and everything. Just not think about the race. Just watch his movement and try and get as many triples in as you can. And that's kind of what I did. And then like Ganon's exploding, um, the the fish is holding his sword up, and I'm kind of like. The game's done here. I don't want to open up this race time again. I I just don't. My heart's gonna sink if he's done. And right. So like it's it's the fanfare's going. I was like, open it. I was like, I don't want to open it. No, you've got to open it. So eventually open it, and he's not done. And I'm kind of and then like my brain just kind of went and it just exploded. And like I'm shaking. I'm nervous. It's like I've literally just got to get through this door. He just, I just need to hold out for a few more seconds and just click that dot done. You know, and it was, right. <laughs> it's the most terrifying <laughs> dot done I've ever done in my life. You know, uh, it really is. I, I just couldn't believe it. It was just, you know, just to manage to get through this tournament alone, regardless of uh, who I was up against, like just to get to this point was just unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's always something special. And uh, I, I have to say, like, w- you know, watching watching the, the race conclude and, you know, hearing your post race interview and even talking to you now. Uh, the absolute joy that's in your voice from, you know, accomplishing this. Like, it's one of the things I love about competing in this game is that it makes, you know, obviously it, losses do make people upset sometimes and people learn from them too. But the the joy of, you know, feeling like you accomplished something, whether it was your goal or it was just a byproduct of, you know, enjoying the game and learning to play it. Uh, it's, it's just, it's so refreshing, you know, to hear to hear that and, and to see that. And that's one of the things I really like, you know, about your, your play um, talking to you about this has just been like, it's super awesome. Like your emotion I could tell in that interview was a hundred percent genuine. And, and, and if you'd, have, if you'd have done perfect triples every time and not been a single bit nervous, honestly, I'd have, I'd have been questioning something just because, you know, <laughs> even in top four, your <laughs> nerves, nerves hit people, people mm-hmm. get nervous on like pickup races. So when, you know, you know that it's got some, at least for this community, a little bit of, you know, what people would call a meaning, um, then yeah, for sure, there's going to be a whole lot of nerves. Uh, so as the 2022 main champ, uh, what's next for you? Uh, I believe you're in the Cross Keys tournament. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but yep. uh, what what uh, are, you, are you still planning to to enter or compete in that and I guess maybe ALTTPR league and main tournament again, or just whatever life throws at you. Well, I've heard, um, breaking out the old dance mat and then doing a uh, master sword, uh, runs. I heard that's what champions do, right? <laughs> oh man. I wouldn't advise it. I would not advise it. <laughs> oh, that was not that was fighter sword, nice. fighter sword, Moldorm. Don't, don't, don't ever do it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that, that was a, that was one of the best things I've watched. But it, it, in, all, in all serious, though, um, 
Like, yeah, I, I'm enjoying, I still enjoy the game. Like I'm, I'm takes like soaking this up as much as I can. Like I'm just, again, like enjoying the positivity in all these, all these new people that I've never met before congratulating me and uh, like, just giving me that confidence boost and getting to meet new people. And that's kind of why I like playing this game is the, the people that I've met along the way and started talking. Like we're, we're in terms of video games, like we, we're, there's a lot of people who play this but we're still relatively small uh if you compare it to like other really big triple a games sure so so it's we're we're quite a close community like even if we wouldn't don't talk to each other every day or we've never really spoken to each other like we all know about each other and right. it's, it's 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 really nice like just having people congratulate you that you haven't really spoken to and i'm like i said i'm just enjoying what's going on um yeah, I still enjoy the game. I'm I'm playing the cross keys. I'm playing the casual boots. Like, I I I I just want to chill out, you know, and have have some fun. Like, the, um, uh, the main tournament. Um, I mean, you might have felt it yourself. Like, it's it's actually quite isolating. Like being on that ten minute delay, um, knowing yes. you've got all these people watching you, people are judging your gameplay and all that stuff, and you feel quite isolated and alone. Like, even though you're you're enjoying playing the game, but it was kind of like not what I really signed up for so to speak like yes i mean restreams are great and they're, they're fun and like and and whatever else but when you're doing it like two three times a week or whatever like it really does it really is a time commitment um indeed and so, I, I guess i i don't know if you ever experienced this but you know just seeing it, it's it's really hard and maybe i'm speaking too much for myself but it's hard when you go far in a tournament uh, you know, you mentioned the isolation thing, which is very true. And I, I, I actually have never heard it described that way, but it's I, I think it's a very accurate description. And then on top of that, when you go back and watch, if, if you do that, then you, you get to see the true clown show, which is the, the, the chat judging you, uh, mm. you know, no matter what you're doing. Um, and you know, it takes, you know, it it takes a lot of, I think, mental fortitude just to stay on your game and to also stay driven, uh, to just want to do your best. Yeah, absolutely. You you know, like even when you're, you're playing and making mistakes and ever, whatever, you know, that is going to be commented on and everything. And yeah, you know, you know that a lot of people are watching and everyone's got their own opinions. And I mean, that's absolutely fine. You've just got to kind of just block it out i guess and you know what i I know my routing is quite controversial as well like people are kind of like watch me and just like what are you doing why are you doing that like even if i'm playing ladder or just chilling with friends or or whatever like i'll I'll make these like wild plays that most of the time don't pay out um but yeah just just watching people like make comments or everything i I know there's kind of nothing behind it they're just kind of like stating their opinion and that's absolutely fine but I guess it's something kind of like, especially with the um, the the last year's tournament getting to to fourth place. Sign cards a bit more ready for this year. Um, like I'm I'm not mm-hmm. I've never been like one of like the main people in this this community. I mean that that's people like you know yourself, um, Andy Coy, like just to name a couple of people uh, that are kind of like really really well known in this community. And I've never been that person. So last year was kind of like my main exposure and then this year i was just a lot more ready and a lot more ready to to deal with that that the chat and people talking and commenting on your gameplay yeah everybody always has an opinion and that's totally valid but uh 
you know, you, you mentioned, you know, controversial plays. There's not, uh, you know, there's nothing controversial about it, uh, you know, unless you, you go back and watch the 2018 main tournament and do something like we saw in a couple of those races. And that's that's why we have that isolation now, I think, uh, for these these big tournaments, unfortunately. It's just a byproduct of, you know, obviously people wanting to, to, to uh, you know, do well, so to speak, and, and potentially make something for themselves. But obviously, <laughs> that's a topic for mm. another day yeah i mean um, don't get me wrong I, I completely i completely agree with the 10, ten minutes delay like 100 percent behind it i might not enjoy it but 100 percent agree with it mm-hmm. yeah i think it's a it's a necessary evil in in the type of competitive environment that we're in uh and it's just like i said a byproduct but i guess the the biggest pressing question i have for you uh to wrap kind of start wrapping things up here uh when do we give the people what they want and you and i face off uh in an <laughs> exhibition race Ooh, that's that's a good question <laughs> i think to, to be decided i think the champion right, of champions yeah, well, well we'll have something uh i guess some people were joking about when i didn't enter that we were going to have a, a wwe style money in the bank thing or you know pro wrestling where the, the some guy comes in and it's like well you're not the champ until you get through me not nah. but you uh definitely are the champ and very well deserved i must say so congratulations again uh on such a fantastic run yeah, thank you so much dante it was it was a real pleasure and thank you so much for inviting me on here oh yeah so um if you got anything you want to plug, even if it's just your Twitch, this would be the time to do it. Uh, anything like, I don't know, social media, if you're on it and you want to you know, plug that as well, feel free. Um, well, I mean, I've never really considered myself uh, like a streamer. Again, streaming is kind of like a byproduct of wanting to play this game. Um, I, I enjoy streaming. I enjoy chatting to friends. So if, if you want to come and join, then I'm uh, twitch.tv forward slash obscure lifeform. Um, I don't have any other social medias or discords because I'm not about that. I'm about coming in, just chilling out, having fun, chatting, joking, making, talking silly nonsense, you know? So yeah, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to come in, then like I'm, I'm totally relaxed, totally chill. I'm, I don't want to push anything on other people, but yeah. Like, and uh, if you do come in, I'm looking forward to meeting you. I also have to say you have one of the most unique trackers uh, you know, you, most everybody has like Dunka Tracker or Emo Tracker or Codeman Tracker. Um, but, uh, you know, watching some of your VODs and seeing you live sometimes, it's like you have you definitely have one of the most unique ones, I think, in the community. <laughs> yeah. Shout outs to Philistia for that one. Um, like I was complaining so much about trackers. Like I think I used to use Emo Tracker and I was, it was having problems on my computer. And I was like, I need a new tracker. And then she went out and done the research and found me this amazing tracker. So shout outs to her. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on with us again. And this has been a very special GoMo podcast episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. And as Temp would say, it's time to mirror out. <laughs> <laughs>